Welcome into the official. We have a great show for you tonight, as always. Um, but we're going to keep going with the mock draft. So we have done two full mock drafts, four rounds each. We are in the middle of mock draft number three. Uh, we have done rounds one and two. And this week, we will be going into rounds three and four of mock draft 3.0 in this off season or this pre-draft season. I guess not really the off season. College games are happening. High school games are happening. We have been bringing you up to date, uh, up to week information on how these recruits are doing, what kind of seasons they're having. Guys are falling uh, down. Guys are, uh, you know, creeping up the rankings. And we'll see how that reflects tonight in Mock Draft 3.0, rounds three and four. Without further ado, this is the official. We got the crew here, Matt, David, thanks for coming in. Um, we ready to do a little drafting, and I feel like it's been a while, but, you know, I think we're on typical schedule, but it just feels like it's been a while since we did did that mock draft first round one and two. Yep, same pace, but uh, I always love these episodes. They're nice and easy for us. <clears throat> yeah, don't require tons of foresight, although I will say I have been updating my rankings a little bit, reordering, shuffling guys based on the information Last week was quite eye-opening for a few running backs that I liked. Sadly, they had to get bumped down. Um, so we'll bring up the draft sheet we've been using. We've got rounds one and two, uh, and we will just keep it going with rounds three and four. Who's up first? We got we got uh, Matt. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is actually an easy pick, as you said uh, earlier. A lot of guys moving up and down. Last episode, I talked all day about Aaron Butler, and when uh, they take him here, it's a pretty obvious mm. pick. Um, yeah, if you didn't watch last week's episode, he's just had a, a stellar season. He looks improved, everything I could ask for. And uh, the next one of these, where we start fresh on a mock draft, he'll be going much earlier. All right. So Aaron Butler creeping, possibly next time we'll be in the first two rounds. Uh, I know you said... Last week, yeah. I think he said he's like your wide receiver four, which could make him a first round pick in one of our future mocks. Uh, David, <clears throat> so Matt probably took the biggest riser. Who are you going to go with here? Yeah, so I could go a lot of different ways because things are starting to drop off for me. I think I'll just go with my next highest graded tight end. Um, I'll just go with Michael Smith because I have a bit of a drop-off after that. Um, I don't know. He's doing fine this year. He's still still averaging over 20 yards per catch, has four four touchdowns in three games, so he's still producing well. Um, and then, yeah, I just wanted to snag another tight end. Yeah, you know, that South Carolina, they're looking – like they're putting, they've been drafting guys or they've been signing guys we like in the last two classes. And they got a few guys in this class that we like as well. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to go with this pretty easy pick here. We talked about him last week. He's having a great start to the season. Cam Coleman, um, I don't believe he's been taken. And I will take him mm, here. No, no, he was taken the first. 
With, by on, me? You, you, oh, you by think, Matt. No, no. Ah, you, th shoot. you think Camp Coleman is picking it this late? Well, I looked at the sheet and I didn't see him. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Um, let's go with my, you know, honestly, my QB4 as it stands, even though he didn't go to the Elite 11, even though um, I think it's just we've talked a lot about this class. Give me Walker White. He's still my QB4. Um, and I like him here, a guy with tremendous upside and, uh, you know, should have early playing time opportunities at Auburn. Matt, back to you. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Ethan Grunkmeyer here, quarterback going to Penn State. Mm. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks has fallen, have fallen down my board so far this season, and uh, he's one of the few that's actually gone up, so... He's actually sitting pretty solidly in my top 10, I believe, in my QB6, I think, just because everyone else around him has just fallen. He's, like, the only one left, really, in that yeah. range. So, uh, yeah, I, I like him. I think he's got good pro upside. He's got good fit, good build, good arm. Uh, I think there's a lot to like there. Going to Penn State, he can pretty easily uh, succeed uh, Aller there. All right, that sounds good to me. David, you are up next with the 305. I'll go with um, Jason Brown. Mm. He is um, he's a guy that I've liked from the get-go pretty much. Uh, he's actually off to a pretty hot start. He's averaging like over 20 yards per carry so far. Not against good competition, but he looks good so far. Hoping to get lucky with his landing spot, which is sort of up in the air because he was um, expected to commit to Michigan State. Now their whole coaching staff is sort of in flux. Um, but he's also considering Washington and Oregon, which would be fine landing spots as well. So, uh, I don't know, like the player and, and sort of, he could end up in a, a good spot, hopefully. All right. And that leaves me next. I'm going to go with a wide receiver again. I'm pretty positive. He hasn't been taken now. Matt's going to probably get upset, but I know as a guy Matt likes quite a bit. And, you know, speaking of Grunkmeyer and Drew Aller looks pretty good. Give me Tysier Denmark, who should have a good quarterback throwing to him. And I know Matt loves this guy and Matt has told the story. But if it's, you know, if you're tuning in for the first time, he's going to the same high school that Marvin Harrison Jr. went to. And his high school coach has said he's the best receiver that he has coached, uh, if I'm recalling correctly. So um, yeah. he's, he's well, going up he's my most complete. Most complete. Okay. So he's moving up my boards and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just generally believing a little bit more in that Penn state, you know, offense to have some staying power. I'm starting to believe in Grunkmeyer a little bit. And so Aller will uh, pass the torch and, and Denmark should have a good QB for his uh, tenure there at Penn state. Back to you, Matt. All right. Um, oh, and also Denmark did end up transferring to a different high school Imhotep, which is also out in Philly. Okay. I don't know. He did end up leaving that offense. It was kind of weird, but a little bit. Um, I will go with. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna go quarterback in, and I'm gonna go Demond Williams. Like I said, <clears throat> everyone else has kind of fallen, and he has looked great this season. Uh, he flipped to Arizona. He's going to be you know a major major CFF, uh, you know threat. I think in college. I think you're gonna get four years of you know, three or four years of great production. Uh, probably not, you know, an NFL guy, but uh, you know, I think it'll be worth it while he's in in school. 
Okay, so we got a few uh, previous NAs on the list here. Um, you know, we're digging deep down into the bag. So, all right, David, you're up 308, we're looking at. Um, I'll go with Luke Romanoak. I He really hasn't put up big numbers or anything this year yet. And his team is 4-0. Um, it's sort of like a, you know, he's relatively young to the position type thing. And he's got some tools. And hopefully he turns it on towards the end of the year here. Um, if he doesn't, then I just probably won't be selecting him in other mocks. But uh, there's still some untapped potential, I feel like. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to take a guy. I mean, this might be early, but like, you know, I like the player and we're in the third round. He's 200 pound, 225 pound running back. Uh, going to an offense that's produced some running backs in the last few years. Braylon Russell, give me uh, the big back out of Arkansas. And, um, you know, he's got good speed. Uh, I, I think he's kind of complete, although, you know, I've been proven wrong by some of these other bigger guys, David Iziomume and Cameron Jones, who have fallen on their face this year as seniors. Um, uh, but uh, I have not heard that Braylon Russell is doing poorly. So hopefully, you know, he'll be the big back that, that, I, that I can hit, hit some gold here with. <clears throat> Matt, 310. Uh, yeah, I'll be going Frankie Arthur here, running back UCF. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked about him before. Little brother of Adrian Peterson, the Adrian Peterson, former Vikings running back. Um, he also has very great, you know, athletic testing himself. 10, 600 meter guy, uh, you know, about 200 pounds. Uh, I think there's a lot to like there. Uh, not playing the highest level of Texas football, but it seems like he's off to a decent start this season. And that UCF offense is... Pretty running back friendly, so I'm pretty on board with him. I think that's a nice pick, yeah. I mean, and UCF, technically a Power 5 team now. And uh, I think for CFF at least, that's probably a great spot. All right, David, you're up 311. So this is a fragile pick. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Lyle here. I, I rewatched him. I just think he's like – there's, I think this running back class lacks a lot of burst, and I just think he has really good burst and agility, um, which is a really good starting point for a running back. He, he's not a multi-sport guy, um, and he goes to like a powerhouse high school at uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, but um, so he's probably in the weight room quite a bit year-round, you would think, and so that's some gives me some hesitation that he's still only listed like 185, 190. Uh, especially for a guy who's like six foot. So I don't know if he's got more of like a slender frame because you you would hope that he was like 200 by now. Um, and he also doesn't, he can't really catch passes. So that's kind of a, a knock there too. But as far as like running goes, like, I don't know, HX box is there for me. He's got good vision as well. So um, I'll roll the dice and hopefully you can, if you can get a good workload at Ohio State, you're probably going to be productive. Yeah, yeah. I always like St. Thomas Aquinas players uh, for sure, but I agree on the light, uh, lightweight there. A little concerning. Um, <clears throat> speaking of guy, we're not too worried about weight. Give me Jason Patterson since we're dipping into the UCFs of the world. He's going to Cincinnati. Um, but again, for CFF, we should not be worried. In fact, it's probably a great landing spot. He is 
an absolute uber producer, just sensational statistical production. Um, he's 21.9 clocked, uh, I believe, top speed. So, and he's over 200 pounds. This isn't that difficult. Um, the one thing that I would say, not tons of wiggle side to side agility, but very, very fast in a straight line, 200 pounds and going to a, an offense that should have no problem letting him tote that rock. So we like that. <clears throat> and um, you know what? Let's just make this back-to-back Cincinnati. We'll go Samaj Jones, a guy I like at quarterback. Very, very fun player. These Both these picks are probably, um, you know, CFF, you know, with a CFF mentality. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if either one we can say is like an NFL-bound guy that we feel very good about that. But at this point in the draft, you're not really going to get that anyway. So – you know, this could be a one-two punch out in Cincinnati for the next two or three, four years. And uh, Samaj Jones, got he's got a lot of tools. He's very fun. Uh, over to David for the 402. I'll go with Ryan Wingo here on potential. Uh, his charting is real bad. And, you know, he, like, rounds his, rounds his routes and not crazy or fine or anything. Um, but he's a big athletic dude that moves real well and – so far, he's been pretty good as a senior. Um, he's been making tons of plays. So um, I'll just roll the dice on him because there's like NFL traits there at least. We like NFL traits. Back to Matt. Four, oh, three, it looks like. Yeah, I'll be going Nitro Tuggle here. Uh, he's been uh, an awesome season. Georgia commit nice. out of yeah. uh, Indiana. There's just not many guys that uh, you know can move like him laterally, especially at his size. Uh, special player after the catch, so I'm, I'm just going to rely on those traits there. That's a good pick. I wish uh, I would have thought of that one. Um, solid job. Okay, um, give me – don't like the landing spot, but, you know, at running back – I feel like running back's a, a player, a position that like landing spot may not always be the biggest deal unless it's a huge depth chart issue. Um, not that worried about system. I mean, if you're a good running back, you're, you're a good running back. I kind of like what I see from Kevin Riley. Um, a little bit of a red flag is from Tuscaloosa and, you know, not really going to Alabama, not going to Auburn, not staying in the Southeastern Conference. He's going to Miami. But in terms of just grade, what I see on tape, He's about 200 pounds. I I have liked what I've seen from from Riley. Uh, looks like he had an Alabama and Auburn offer, but ended up committing to Miami. Uh, that depth chart looks very unimpressive. So, you know, could be a guy who gets a shot at least. And, yeah, I like what I've seen. Over to David with the 405. Um. Let's see. I'll go with. I'll throw in. Oh, I don't want to do that either. It's starting to get kind of murky here. I'll just go in with Kiwan Lacey. I don't know. He's oh, been really, no. He's been play, playing really well so far as a senior. He's another guy where it's like, yeah, he's got the explosiveness that I'm looking for. I do think that he's pretty tight-hipped, and he, he runs pretty high, which I don't love that, but he still manages to break tackles, so I guess I can't complain too much. And, you know, he's got pretty good size, and he'll fill out some more. And 
Nebraska, I don't know. I don't really know what I think about the landing spot, but they don't have a ton of talent there, I don't think. No, no. I mean, I think Gabe Irvin, that's honestly about it. So should have plenty of opportunity. And I really like him. I was hoping to snag him even later. So nice pick. I'm glad he's rising up our ranks this range. Bit. Say that again. I think all of us were looking at him here in this range. He was yeah. going to go soon for me, too. Yeah. All right, Matt, you're up for the uh, the 406. Yeah, I'm going to go Perry Thompson here. Uh, I, I haven't you know sunk praises about him all season. Wait but, a uh, minute. I've got Perry Thompson. Oh, did, you know, yeah. is he on 207, the 207, baby. Oh, never mind. I did not expect him to go round one or two for us. Okay. I will go. <laughs> I like him. Um. No, okay. Another guy that I've kind of soured on lately that I've been souring on, David Ezio Mume. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm surprised he did not go earlier. David, you have him, or Alfred, you have him as a tier one player. He's He's gotten knocked down. I told you I updated grades. He today. did He did have a 200-yard week last week, so he's not, you know, uh, totally done. And you know, I, I, again, I, I, I like him. I just, I didn't like him as quite as much as you guys. Yeah. But I think he fell, this he is, fell down into mid tier two for me now. Yeah. Though. I, I think this is a good range for him around here. Fourth, third round. Uh, I think good value athletic player could be the next, you know, workhorse back for Clemson. All right. And I'm up next. Okay. Give me another guy who I think could wind up being a workhorse back is Matthew Fuller. He's having a good start to the season. He's a bigger guy. He's fast. He's a kind of a tank. Um, and he's going to South Carolina where, you know, they could certainly use a feature back. They haven't really had one in a while. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that I like what they're doing in South Carolina. I know they got kind of blown out, I guess, by UNC in week uh, last week. But I think they're slowly building a culture there, building a team. And uh, I think the future's bright on offense in general. Lenore Sellers looks pretty good. And so they should be building something there. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like Matthew Fuller here. It's top 15-ish running back for me, actually. Uh, who's next? David, you are here up with 408. All right. Um, I still have Trader, Josiah Trader, right at 0.7, so he's the last guy in my tier two for receivers. I don't know how I feel about that, honestly, because his charting isn't very good. Um, and he's pretty much been injured as a senior. Like, I don't think he's really played much at all. Or he played in the first game, I think, and he just didn't do anything. Mm. But I don't know. Everyone in the industry loves this guy for the most part, and – um, Miami looks more fun now, like as an offense. So I think internal competition won't be like too tough. I think if he, if he is a good player, I, I still want to see his senior tape once he gets back on the field and, and evaluate him further. But, um, anyways, Miami's got a more fun offense, so maybe he'll be good in that. Fair enough. That sounds good. All right, Matt. You're up, and then we got one more pick each. You're up at 409. All right. I'm going to go uh, Jeremiah McClellan here, going to Ohio State. I originally kind of dropped him down a bit because I, I don't think he's ever going to be the lead receiver there at Ohio State, but he's just such a good player. He, has a, he had a great offseason. He's had a great start to the season so far. 
uh, you know, incredibly well-rounded guy. I think he'll end up eventually slot playing it a slot there. Uh, but I mean, we'll see. I you know, it's kind of a dark horse situation there going into that Ohio State wide receiver room. A lot of names, a lot of guys we love there. Uh, I think you know, down the line, he could definitely uh, make an impact there. I'm hoping at least. All right. That's a, yeah, that's a new name. And we've got a lot of NAs on this list uh, from previous drafts. Okay. So I have one more pick and I got two tight ends last time. I don't feel like I need another tight end. I got two top end guys. Um, I don't really, I feel like maybe stacking another quarterback just, just in hoping uh, one guy I like a lot of the tools, uh, Jakari Williams. He's ranked fairly high for me. Um, going to Syracuse, which is okay. But, you know, I think he's an interesting dual threat guy, bigger guy, got a nice arm. And, uh, you know, just banking on some traits there. Looks like I drafted him exactly. Someone drafted him exactly right here last time. That's, that's uh, wild. But, yeah, so give me Jakari Williams, and I'm happy with that. Stacking quarterbacks, you just never know who's going to pop. So then David, 4-11. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll scoop Will Hammond. I, I do like that Micah Hudson committed to Texas Tech because he's really good, and he can just throw it to him every play. So that, that's good for fantasy. Yeah, that's good. I like Will Hammond. I just looked at my my flat grades and Williams is ranked ahead of him, but I need to I need to do some more tweaking and stuff because he's kind of buried right now. I probably need to update that for Will Hammond. All right, Matt, bring us home four twelve. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go Zion Kearney here. I think okay, someone else we probably haven't drafted yet. Yeah, uh, commit to Oklahoma. He has good testing numbers. His charting came out pretty good. Uh, you know, I don't exactly love the Oklahoma spot. Uh, you know, we'll see how they do the rest of the season. But I, I think he has the ability to go in there and eventually be, you know, their wide receiver one, and he has the athletic upside to be a, a decent NFL player. Well, I don't mind Oklahoma. I mean, I don't know if you – maybe you just don't like – what, is Levy the OC? So maybe you don't yeah, like I just, I just Levy, don't think, but yeah, – I mean, the offense could probably only support one guy. So, yeah. You know, if he becomes that one guy, sure. Yeah, uh, you know they're also getting a bunch of other wide receivers. So and they have yeah. talent. But I like already. Arnold. I think Arnold. Oh, I love probably. Arnold. Yeah, Arnold seems quite good, and Dylan Gabriel, I guess, will be his last season. And yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. All right, so round four, as as it's been in each of the mocks, you know, like we're looking at we brand new guys start showing up in rounds three, and especially round four. As other guys fall, new guys are really coming up. We're feeling more comfortable, I think, with some of these guys who might have started out as three stars, but now we're bumping them, bumping them up and starting to feel comfortable taking them in the fourth round. So as a refresher here, recap, Matt took Aaron Butler, who probably is not going to be available in the third round next time we do this. Um, Then we had Michael Smith tight end. Walker White, Ethan Grunkmeyer, Jason Brown, Tysier Denmark, Demond Williams, Luke Kromanoic, Braylon Russell, Frankie Arthur, Jordan Lyle, Jason Patterson, Samaj Jones, Ryan Wingo, Nitarian Tuggle, which might have been the pick of the draft. I really like that spot at 403. Kevin Riley, Kwan Lacey, uh, David Iziomume, Matthew Fuller, Johisa Trader, 
uh, Jeremiah McClellan, Jakari Williams, Will Hammond, and rounding it out with Zion Kearney. So who do you think in that fourth round creeps up into the third or even into our version of day one in that second round? Like, do you think Tuggle should probably be he's he's probably a riser for next time as well. I don't know if Tuggle makes it into the second round, at least not for me. But as I said, Aaron Butler, I mean, I'm not going to let him go out, the, out of the first round next time. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's going to be the biggest one for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hammond, if he keeps going crazy, could could work his way into the third round, potentially replacing guys like Promenoic or uh, Grunkmeyer, potentially. Um, if he keeps looking really good. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's it for uh, for the mock 3.0 rounds three and four. I like this exercise. I think it's very interesting. It just gives you a sense of how fluid you know, these rankings are even going into senior season. I mean, we talked about these guys all summer, but, you know, when the when the lights come on senior year, we are going to make some changes and some significant changes. Um, then there's still yeah. top-end guys that we're a little bit waiting to see. Like, I mean, I think Jeremiah Smith is kind of one of them. Joe, he's a trader, a five-star that David's still not convinced about, and I don't think any of us are. So, uh, you know, really fascinating. I think it's been a really good addition to the show. Uh, you know, I, I cycle. feel like every time we do one of these, I think my rankings can't change that much. And then, you know, by the time we do it, it's just a totally different board, you know? Yeah, I think it's a really good exercise. Um, and it's been eye-opening as well. So, <clears throat> well, gentlemen, we can wrap it up a touch early. And, um, you know, we'll do uh, probably a weekly recap update over the last two weeks of, of high school next time. So be sure and tune in for that. All of our watchers, all of our listeners on the podcast feed. Um, as a reminder, uh, I know I'm saying it here at the end of the show, but homefield.com is a place that you can go get excellent NCAA merchandise, shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats um, with a vintage flair. Uh, the, the team at home field goes and works with the universities to look at kind of some of their old uh, aesthetics and, and really comes up with some good looking retro ish stuff, but um, really in the spirit of the school and the spirit of their mascot and, you know, anywhere from St. Peter's who made that final uh, elite eight run a few years ago, all the way up to your classics, Georgia, Bama uh, and uh, you know, Tennessee, so go there and enter Campus to Canton as your promo code. You'll get 15% off any uh, your first purchase. And then also, of course, check out CampusToCanton.com. We have memberships starting as little as $2.99 per month. So much more than what we talk about on the official. This is just a, you know, an offshoot of all of the stuff we have there for anything on the college fantasy football side all the way to your NFL fantasy football side and everything in between. As little as $2.99 a month with subscriptions moving up from there. So if this is your first time ever hearing about us, thank you for watching. Go check out CampusCanton.com. Without further ado, this has been, and wait for it, the official. We'll see you next week.